What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to A Certain Point of View and a uh, random Thursday night stream here for the channel. Um, but obviously, with things going on this week, you know, we go into this week, we think, okay, no matches until Saturday or Sunday. We can take the week off. We can kind of ease into it, take a little bit of a break. And no, nope, Mr. Christian Harloff, False. of course, he's got to throw a wrinkle into the plan and drop some massive, massive news. And not just one piece of news, but two big pieces of news. Um, and we're going to talk about those today. And today, I, as usual, I have the crew with me. I got Brian, Jill, and Molly, the, the regular POV members. But today, we're also joined by Mr. Chris Adams from Cine Fanatics. How you doing over there, man? Doing great. Glad to be here. Thanks yeah, for joining. Yeah, we, we have quite a bit of talk about. Um, and we're going to start, first of all, with probably some of the biggest news to ever come out of the Schmodown. And that is an official match between Mr. Chris Jericho and Kevin Smith with an undercard. Let's not my let's not forget about this an undercard of Guy Bateman two that is on August twenty seventh. Um, wow, absolutely wow! Two of the biggest free agent signings uh, possibly ever in the showdown, and we are going to be seeing them go toe to toe here in just about a month. Uh, let's talk about this because this is this is crazy. This is wild. Jericho Smith is actually happening. Oh. Uh, initial <laughs> Jericho <thoughts>. Smith. <laughs> Jill, Jill, I know that you were very vocal about talking this. So I'll shoot this to you first. What, what are you thinking right now? I Well, I'm still trying to go over the fact that we have these two people. Yeah. The showdown. Like, I'm a huge – like, I kind of dropped off the wrestling scene, like, maybe four years ago, but – when you hear the name Chris Jericho, any just even casual wrestling mm -hmm. fan knows who you're talking about. So I am ready for that Y2J Jericho is showdown. <laughs> I am ready for this so hard. And then on the Sean, on the other hand, almost I, I'm not going to compare because Rachel Silverstreeny is queen of Kevin Smith fandom. <laughs> Sean's over here freaking out that oh my god, Kevin Smith is a thing and. The fact that these two are coming together into one match is nuts to me. Insane. And I'm so excited. I don't even know who to root for, to be honest. I'm <laughs> yeah. so excited that that's, this that's, is a way, that's a way too early prediction there. I, um, I, I was excited that this is happening. I'm going to, I'm inviting friends. Well, not my friends. I'm inviting my roommates who are literally in the next <laughs> over. Because social distancing, boys and girls. Uh, <laughs> roommates, we're going to, they're like, oh my God, Chris Jericho, I want to watch. And I'm like, bring snacks. We're going to make this a thing. So, <laughs> uh, Chris. Chris, what are you thinking, man? This is this is pretty wild from where the Shmonan has come to now get two players like this, right? I am like, I'm freaking out. I'm so excited, honestly, because we're gonna like BC down here. Good mm -hmm. lord, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because like I remember getting involved in watching the the Shmodown probably like around 2016, and just like seeing where it's come from. Like, oh, Dan Merle, he's one of the guys that uh, does the honest trailer stuff over on uh, Screen Junkie. Yeah. That's cool. I know him. To like. They freaking got Kevin Smith, like the <laughs> one who directed all those awesome movies and like everything pop culture. And then Chris Jericho, like never been a wrestling guy myself, but yeah, like like Jill said, like you know who you know who Chris Jericho is. Yeah. yeah. And so like this is this is some high profile stuff. And let's that's not to say that you know the likes of say like Sam Levine and others that who have already been involved and been in stuff like. You still get starstruck with them, but like this is this is like a huge level that we're attaining now. Kevin Smith's handprints are at the Grom's Chinese Theater. Yeah, and he is yeah, going yeah. to show down. That's <laughs> nuts to me. Just, <laughs> just imagine, just imagine the the level of fans that are from their circles 
who are going to be watching and time. coming into this match. It's going to be yeah. absolutely crazy. Mo Molly, what's going through your head as, as a competitor? Now you're in a league with these two. What, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I am so, so curious to see them play. And like, Chris Jericho is is on Alex's faction, and he's really yeah. excited. That's and right. that's, what what a what an awesome pull from Roxy! Like props to her for making that happen. Because man, that's huge. Well, I mean, both of them. I mean, Koi out of Kevin Smith's schedule, I imagine, is absolutely wild, and being able to get a hold of him. But Jericho as well. It's just yeah, it's it really is awesome to see where the league has come in the last few years. And we knew that when they they signed these two. Now we were like, okay, there's a possibility of a match happening, but with everything going on, we weren't 100% sure. And that was only like a month and a half ago mm -hmm. that this like officially became a thing in the Schmodown. And now we're getting to see it in a month as a pay-per-view event. I know someone in the chat um, had asked if this is going to be free. Brian here, uh, it's going to be a pay-per-view event. You're going to have to pay for the stream. It's going to be a live event just like it would be on any other Saturday that we do during the you get it if you're a $10 patron though. Yeah. Yes. If you are a $10 yeah. patron, it, it does come with that subscription, but, uh, and if you're I mean, not already a $10 patron, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, but right. I, in, all, in all honesty, $4.99 for this match. Like, are you kidding me? Come like, on. Plus, plus the undercard. Like is just, it's can we talk hard. about that undercard? Yeah. Like, <laughs> well, here, here's something we can also talk about too with the undercard. Moment. Right. Oh man, yeah, we, we, we can talk about this quickly because I know that we have a lot to talk about with the singles bracket. But I mean, I don't know if everybody watched backstage, but my goodness, has, has Andrew Guy gone I off the rails? Quarantine has not, so has not, has not. Andrew, what is, are you doing? It, is, <laughs> it has not been worse to anybody but Andrew Guy. He has gotten the the butt end of it completely, and my goodness, it has styled started a wildfire with fans, with competitors, with past matches that have happened and it's honestly it's a lot of fun to see <laughs> i loved his like twitter ranting thread yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's your faction mate too there was definitely some that i saw in that thread i went i mean he has some valid statements yeah. here some of yeah. these are you know, yeah. like Yep. Brian, I, Brian I, I know you you had something to talk about a little bit later on with the singles bracket with shimonani but what are you thinking about this one my favorite part of the whole thing was when he stopped talking and then Bateman came on and goes, what the hell is he talking about? That was <laughs> I don't know if that was a bit, but if it wasn't, that, it was perfect because that kind of was like everyone just coming in going, the hell is he talking about? <laughs> It was just yeah, that part cracked me up, and I love Kalinowski with his ice cream. Like, what? Oh, so <laughs> god, what? so good. I the really best. want a drumstick now. Like, well, and bad. and guy, guy does the smart thing in doing the tweet. He goes, "Why did his drumsticks melt so quickly?" Like, and Romanati, <laughs> he just totally played into the character, which is amazing. And uh, you know, Brian makes a good point here. Lon killed the character game, right? Yeah, yeah. guy, guy he's, might he's be overtaking that a little bit. But but Andrew Guy's Shmominati thing might be overtaking it just a little bit. I love it. I love I, it. It's gonna, oh, it's gonna grow its own legs. Like Shmominati is gonna become <laughs> such a big thing now. Like yes. there's yes. certain things that you know are gonna like be huge. That is one of them. And oh, you know it's something that's gonna last forever now. This is gonna be my new thing. I need a t-shirt of it. Someone <laughs> make a t-shirt. I'm wondering if we're uh, we're seeing our first steps though into bringing the action boys back together in some capacity. Yes. Mm. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I think it was bound to happen. It was bound to happen, right? Yeah. Everyone's calling for it. 
It's going to happen at some point, right? Yeah. I need it to happen. Is anyone else digging Andrew Guy's quarantine hair? Or is that just me? No, I'm with you. It's kind of like wild, but like fit at the same time. Like it's a nice little combination. (laughs) I wish I had that kind of hair. Are you kidding me? My hair is just weird, but yeah, he's rocking it. Everyone's doing quarantine beer and he's doing quarantine hair. I was going to say the quarantine beer, now the quarantine hair. (laughs) Um, All right. Well, any, any final thoughts on, uh, on this, this massive pay-per-view match that we have coming in just about a month before we move on to the real, real talk of tonight. I just, want, I just want to say like real quick like Koi was just on a uh, call to action the other night and he was one of the things he was saying just reiterating something that he's told us before which is uh, he had to pass on the Cinefanatics for his faction in order to get Kevin Smith <laughs> so I just, it just helps me to sleep at night knowing yeah. that Koi is a man who passed on us in order to in order to draft Kevin Smith and yeah that, I just, mean, that just feels good to think about, even regardless of how directly true it is. <laughs> if you're going to look for a bright side, I mean, that's pretty hey. freaking bright. That's so. that's a way to be positive right there. That yeah. is a way to be positive. The only right bummer there. that comes out of this is, can you imagine if this was live? Can you imagine? I know. Yeah. I would fly anywhere in the country to see this. Right. Anywhere. Um, Christian was talking about on Nessian Live today that, like, this is just the digital season. Like, it's- yeah. yeah. Yeah, and he even said he even said that the spectacular ninety five percent chance that it will be digital too. So yeah. um, Samir makes a good point here. This is what a lot of people are starting to believe. It's a damn conspiracy. The whole tournament is a conspiracy to screw over <laughs> Andrew. He can see it, can't you? Um, yeah. It's interesting, and we're going to get into that. I know Brian has a point to make too as we get into this, but Brian, yeah, let's serious. let's get into the main topic here. Um, obviously, everyone knows that the singles bracket was officially announced here. And I'll go ahead and throw this image up for a little bit while we talk about this. The official bracket is out. And my goodness, is it jam-packed with people. Um, Just big names, uh, rookies, proven players, legends. It it has it all. It really does have it all. And uh, we're going to essentially go match by match here and through the bracket and just talk about it. Talk about their wins and losses and their chances and, and what we could see and um, but before we get to that, I mean, just initial reaction on some of these matchups uh, with with some of these players. Um, Jill, I'll, I'll start with you again. What what are you thinking before we get into real detail about this? I'm going to be honest. I don't think I've actually looked at the one on one playing yet because I'm just so overwhelmed by how many players there are. <laughs> There's so much happening. Um, I, so much like happening. literally every time I. There's only two things I've noticed. One, how immense this tournament is. Two, that they spelled Vinny's name wrong. That, yes, and and it was his first name, not his last name, name, which is even funnier. Yeah. Uh, so they did someone else's too. I caught on the left side of the bracket. I forgot who it is. Uh, I'll f- see you later. Uh oh, claims here. Claims here. I have no I'm idea not- what you're talking about. Oh, uh, Andres. There's no <laughs> S at the end of it. That was it. Oh, the no. Gallegos. My brother needs to know that we don't have enough tinfoil for the hat he's wearing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well molly you see this uh you know being in the star wars tournament a little bit smaller scale a little bit explosion (laughs) you see this explosion what what kind of is the instant thing that pops in your head i'm I'm just so excited to see all the (laughs) matches yeah Uh, yeah this is this is insane and like for a week too is that is that like going forward we're gonna think it's for the first two the first two rounds are gonna be for a week that's yeah. got to play out like a uh, a main and an undercard on each. Like it's still got to be two oh, videos a week, that's right? True. That's not going to be four videos a week. 
That would no be way. interesting. That would be intense for some of us who are uh, trying to react Reacting. to every single match. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously. Reactors are going to have a field day. <laughs> but well, I mean, I, it's funny because I just saw, looked at it and was like, this thing is massive. Like that is a massive bracket. Like I'm curious for you, Molly, if you were, if that was the size of a star Wars bracket, <laughs> was that, would that be like intimidating just to see like that many people? Like that's a lot of freaking people to do this. Yeah. I don't know if intimidated is the word I would use. Cause I wouldn't feel personally intimidated, but yes. Oh. Just, just, yeah. Give me, give me more new blood. Bring it on. Ooh, I dig it. I dig it. And bring her more blood. <laughs> um, another 32 people to play against. Uh, all right, let, let's let's get into this. Let's get into the first official match of this. Uh, or not the first official, but we're essentially what we're gonna be doing is we're gonna be going down the left side of the bracket and then oh. the right side of the bracket. Right, and so that starts that starts with um Adam Collins, who is playing uh Mr. Andres Gallegos. And that is a play-in match to play uh, either Merle or Roca, depending on who is able to go to uh, the tournament, depending on who is the singles champion. So let's talk about this play-in match here. Uh, two rookies, um, two free agent rookies that we have yet to see. Uh, so we can't really say too much on them, but uh, I don't know if anybody knows them, knows them or knows of them. I know that Shannon has talked high of Adam uh, so far uh, early on. Haven't really heard much on Andres yet. Um, he, is, he is your is he usual suspects, right? That's what he is? He's a dungeon and corruption. Dungeon, dungeon. Yeah. That's what it is. Oh, so corruption dungeon matchup for a playing match, which would be interesting. Yeah. Um, Jill, what are you thinking? Um, I I don't see the, the only thing I have going is that uh, Andres is uh, Eric's friend, right? Nerd Chronic. Nerd Chronic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and that's literally all I know about these players. I don't know what they know. I don't know where they came from. I know nothing. Um. Not the one thing I have going is that uh, Shannon put up her player. That was the first one she announced as being in the tournament. So, and knowing Shannon, she's a smart lady. So there's a reason why she put him up first. And so. That's actually where I was about to go. Uh, pretty good uh, no. Oh, no, I was going to say, I have, I have complete faith in, in these players. It's, well, and, and the barbarian oh. self here, I've met Gallego Ghost, which is uh, maybe even a little bit more cred to his name. Hi, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Adam's a fan leaguer, which is also another point to make as well, which oh, okay. uh, good record so far for a lot of fan leaguers who have entered the league. I was going to... Like, can you imagine... Uh, oh, sorry, I was going to say, can you imagine being either of these people and then knowing you have to go up What's against next? either <laughs> Roca or Merle? Yeah. 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 So the yeah. the funny the one who lost the belt essentially, right? Who lost the chance at winning the belt or lost in the title match, that's who you have to face yeah. in the first official round. I yeah. I've been sweating. Uh, hi, hi rookies, welcome to the showdown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but look, to be quite honest though, like that's kind of how it should be, right? Like if you're entering a tournament rather than just a single match, it's kind of an initiation and they get their one chance at playing each other. They get their match, and then they're like, okay, you prove yourself. And it's just like a March Madness where the 16 is going to face a 1C. Like, that's how it goes. And 
for them, unfortunately, it just happens to be the names of Roca and Merle, which is just there's, terrible. There's no floaties in this swimming pool. We're just going to push you in the deep end. Yeah, yeah seriously. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know much about uh, Adam, but uh, what um, uh, Robert said, uh, I've been watching the video chronic quizzes, and he's pretty good. He is actually pretty good. So, And by doing that, he's studying. So, I mean... It, yeah, I don't know. He, that, he could be good. That's kind of the big thing is that he's uh he's been on almost all of those recently. He uh he helps uh he helps Eric and Drew write out questions for that, and so he's like constantly on there like challenging himself and you know going up against pretty much everybody. So you know from what I've seen, having seen a few of those myself and playing into being a part of it too he he's definitely someone to watch out for he's gonna he's gonna know his stuff and he might actually put up a pretty decent fight against either dan or roca he 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 was if i'm not mistaken he was uh kaiser's only free agent right am i correct on that i think so i think yeah because because what happened yeah. was kaiser wanted frank but ended up that's what getting, it was. uh that's what it was. Him. But, yeah. yeah but still right. i mean if you're going at all the names that were in the free agent pool and you're, you're going for obviously frank ran and then gallego ghost I mean that's yeah. that says a lot. Yeah. I'm I'm not gonna call him. I'm just gonna call him Gallego Ghost. That's amazing. Right? That's a great name. <laughs> Such a great name. Um, Love it. So, uh, all right, let's get to the next one here, and we have a big one. Uh, this is this is a pretty pretty sweet matchup here, and we have the delinquent himself, Mr. Lon Harris, uh, who is playing Sabina Graves for the Usual Suspects, Molly's teammate over here. Um, I know that uh, with final exam, Lon has made quite the impression so far. But he's obviously a force to be reckoned with in singles. Um, but we haven't seen Sabina in a while, and and we don't know what she's been up to personally. With with maybe quarantine is she's tripled her studying and, and knowledge. Who knows? But uh, this this could be a very interesting fight, especially with Sam and her backing. Molly, what are you thinking for this one, especially with your teammate? I am very excited to see her play. Um, I don't think I've seen her play yet but um from what i've seen you know she knows her stuff and yeah. sam is doing a great job prepping everyone on his faction so i'm not worried about this one <laughs> brian uh no i was just i mean it's her singles debut but it's not her debut debut she obviously has been in teams so she's familiar with how it works which I'm not going to say gives her an advantage, but it gives her an advantage in the sense of her debut. She knows what to expect. She knows how things work, whether or not she's seen, she's been on it in a while for the most part, it's remained the same. So, I mean, that could help her in her favor, but I mean, Lon is not someone to sleep on, even though he I might be the sleep on. That, yeah, I was just gonna say, even though he might be the one sleeping, very true, <laughs> very true. That's so, great. That is great. Yeah. But uh, yeah. that, that promo with him is gonna be absolutely fire. So uh, Chris, yes. what are you thinking? Uh, so the thing with with uh, Sabina, and this is what I gotta keep in mind for a lot of these individuals who like had teams matches or had matches long ago, and you haven't seen them for a while. Like, first of all, I, I trust that Lon is gonna be strong in this match. He's he's coming in with you know the fire that Lon comes with his, with his knowledge and all that. But the thing with Sabina is she was drafted. Therefore, I expect that she is someone who really wants to play, knows what she knows, and she's going to be taking it seriously. So we might see a new fire in her that we haven't seen, say, 100%. in her team's matches before. So I would expect if she's playing in the tournament, 
she's she's getting prepared like like molly said over there like she's getting prepared she knows what what's going to happen and i expect good things out of her you too jill i and here's my thing with it is that in my opinion lon is one of those players who has never won a championship but i would not be surprised if he's eventually a singles champion he's one of those people that i could totally see his four losses are to what like bateman and bibiani and paul preston it is, uh, so yeah, Bateman, Bibiani, Preston, and the free-for-all. So, yeah. Like, his only losses are former champions. And Paul <laughs> Preston, who is amazing as a singles competitor and a team's competitor. Um, but then, uh, going off of what Chris had said, you're not going to get drafted unless you really want to play, unless you, unless you have a fire under you. Yep. So, there's a reason right. why she was drafted, and there's a reason why she is playing. So, this quarantine, man, people could be... We're surrounded by note cards. I'm sure Molly is surrounded by note cards. I mean, it, it definitely lit a fire under my butt mm-hmm. to play. So. Exactly. So, I'm sure she's been studying. I'm sure she's prepping. She wa- She clearly wants to play. So I'm really excited to see this match. I'm. It's going to be a really fun one, that's for sure. So I'm really excited to see it. Uh, adding to his loss, I mean, that lost was who I forgot. Lost, lost yeah. either. I mean, again, come on, like again, another champion. Doesn't doesn't hurt him. Does not hurt him. Um, all right, the next one on the bracket we have here is is quite a haymaker, and that is Brennan the Kid Meyer versus Alonzo Duralde. Um, two big heavy hitters, really, uh, who have proven themselves in multiple different fat uh, facets. I mean, Brennan Meyer has really stepped up his game in singles over the last year. Um, really kind of taking under the wing of Bibiani. And then Alonzo Duralde obviously has film knowledge that just comes out of nowhere. Uh, the guy does it for a living, so you're 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 going to get something very special with him. Um, but it's a singles debut. He's only ever played in teams, which might give the upper hand to, to Brennan here. Um, but it's going to be a very fun match because they're also two very different players from each other. Uh, and so I, I'm really – this is one of the matches I'm looking forward to see because I want to see Alonzo in a singles match outside mm-hmm. of the team atmosphere, but I also really like seeing Brendan play as a singles player and kind of taking, uh, you know, a little bit um, from Bibiani and what he's able to do. Um, Brian, what do you, what do you think on this one, man? I, I just look at his wins and his losses and they're pretty like equal. I mean that he's won against people like video drew Whitney, uh, Seibold and Stacy Howard, the guesting queen. And, and then her losses, she, she is the guy, the pull out of thin air queen. And then, but his losses are two freaking greats. Oyama, Bateman, and then Merle and Bibiani. Like the, those are, that those are match losses. is going to be wild. Those are losses to be proud of. Yeah, yeah. exactly. The tenderoni. Yeah. Tenderoni. But I mean, Alonzo <laughs> is not no slouch. No. Like, I mean, he, his team record, it's a pretty strong record right there with who he's played against and who he, his partner was. So, I mean, I, I, this one could go either way, I almost feel like. Yeah, Chris, what are you thinking? This one, this one, the way it breaks down for me is that you, we've, seen, we've seen Brendan. He's pretty decent at a very wide range of uh, topics. Of, he's very balanced. Yeah, he's very balanced. Whereas Alonzo is very strong in a very specific set of, you know, of, of topics. So, 
you know, you might you might see a situation where if Alonzo say spins on the wheel and gets the numbers on the exact topics that he needs to hit, he could actually pull the W on that. But if he doesn't, I got to give that one to Brendan. Yeah. Would it? Would you consider it an upset if Brendan does lose in this one? Would that be considered an upset? <sighs> I don't know if, if you would call that an upset. It's, yeah, it's like fifty-one forty-nine. Right? Yeah, exactly. yeah, yeah. I agree. Yeah. I don't think either of these were would be an upset. I think this match is so evenly. I feel like they're so evenly matched in this. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I don't think you could call either one an upset. In my opinion, I'm sure other people would disagree with me. Um, but for me personally, I feel like with this match, I'm going to go with my Star Wars mindset and say it's going to come down to the person who knows how to play the game. And I think that Brendan knows how to play the game more. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that makes a big difference. It, does. it makes a yeah. huge difference. Um, so I think it definitely comes down to who knows how to play the game. And I think Brendan has a slight edge on that one. Yeah, yeah. I agree. Uh, yep. All righty. Uh, let's get to the next one here. Uh, another, another pretty, pretty sweet matchup here. And we have Mark Andreco versus Matt Atchity there on the left side, the rock stars versus the usual suspects. Um, Obviously, we know at the beginning of the year, Andreco was calling out the singles division, saying he's coming for it. He's coming for it. So it seems like he's got a little bit of a drive under him. Um, they haven't got to play as much this year because of the virtual and you know uh, COVID and everything. And so him and, and Snyder are, are putting their putting their rings in uh, the single division. And I have no doubt that they're going to come out strong. But Matt actually is a sneaky, sneaky player. Mm-hmm. Um, he is someone that if if the game goes his way, he will win a game. Um, it all depends on if the game goes his way. We've seen it plenty of times. He's the type of guy that, you know, he, he loves having fun and, and participating in the game. Um, and he'll just kind of go with the flow of how the game comes at him. Um, but if it does go his way, uh, it could be a really, really na- uh, close nail biter, possibly even a win for him. But I do expect Andreco to be a little bit better in this one just because I feel like he has the real big drive to make mm-hmm. an impact in singles this year. Molly, what are you thinking? Uh I'm looking at what they've won and or who they've won and lost to. And I mean, I can't root against my own faction, but <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. Yeah. That's valid. Valid. <laughs> I'll, allow it. I'll allow it. <laughs> um, yeah. I, I kind of really want to see Andrego do a huge singles, like sweep. Like, so I'm really pulling for Andrico on this one because I, I feel like he's been really not stuck in the teams thing, but kind of stuck in the teams thing. And I'm really excited to see him branch and just totally dominate in singles. But again, this is going to be another super fun match to watch. Um, Oh yeah, that's a good point. That's a really good point. No, it's very true. Yeah, like I said for the other one, it's it's going to come down to who knows how to play the game, and clearly, Andreco knows how to play this game. That too. That's also true too. He doesn't. We saw we saw it during the Star Wars tournament. You know when when he was talking to Molly, how detailed he was in saying, "Okay, this is multiple choice round. Okay, this is what this round is." So he makes sure to kind of reiterate rules. Um, so that could definitely play a factor, especially being a virtual and a little bit more detailed conversation going on. Chris, what are your thoughts on this one, man? I, I, my thoughts are this hurts. This hurts because <laughs> this, like the match we just discussed before, is an example of how incredibly stacked this tournament is this year. Because yeah. these are matches that would have otherwise ended up in 
round three, maybe round two mm-hmm. in tournaments in the past. On this one, yeah, I mean, I I really want to see what Atchity does now with a manager backing him because, yeah, like like we said, as we've seen in the past, you know, even Christian's brought it up multiple times. He's He's been confused sometimes on different portions of the game. But now Sam, who knows the game like the back of his hand, is there. And I I don't see any reason why that's not going to prop up Atchity to be a real threat here. That being said, and Draco's one of those that when he finally got the team's belt, it was like, finally, this player who has been needing to get the team's belt or been needing to get a belt finally got one. Yep. But now we're looking at a situation where it's like, yeah, but he hasn't had the singles belt yet. And he's definitely someone who could he's been so easily, be, too. easily be a singles Easily, easily. Uh, I have a question though, real quick. Is Mr. Matt Atchity part of the Shmominati? Mm. Because he, because he threw away his match when he said that. What? Yeah, the possibly. Was. Andrew Guy asked the question, so I feel like I may have to ask the question. Did <laughs> <laughs> you get Drew McQueenie out of there? Crazy Ooh, thing. Too. Maybe, maybe. That's That's interesting. Interesting. Um, all right, let's go on to move on to our next uh, match. Hello. Oh, sorry, Brian. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> There's five of us tonight. Sorry. The only reason why used to the four now. Now it's I know. <laughs> only reason why I interrupt is because I think Andreco is going to be a force. Mm-hmm. I I don't have many future picks. I think he might make it to the, at least the final four. Like I, I think I think he could be this quadrants like steamroller that just goes through it and and just go all the way (laughs) exactly and so i'm not going to be surprised if if he's the winner of this quadrant even beating whoever that merle that's lawn merle roca i mean that's that's a heavy hit quadrant right there it is roca like he could definitely take on roca no yeah for sure we're also seeing an Andreco with a fire that he hasn't had before going into the single tournament. So that's, yeah, that's why he probably could. Yeah. So I don't know. I could see him making a move big time. All righty. Let's go and move on to our next match here, which is uh, we have chance Ellison for corruption versus David Del Rio for the rock stars. Um, obviously we know chance, you know, he's right now he's competing in the IG league. Uh, he's got a match this Saturday with Mr. Robert Parker. Uh, David Del Rio uh, is a sneaky, sneaky player. Um, he's got losses right now to Liz Shannon Miller and Paul Preston, two very uh, just strong players in their outright. Um, Chance, obviously, very proven in the league so far. Um, another he- heavy hit matchup, and it's funny, both of them have lo- uh, losing records, um, which is not proved to how strong of players they are. Uh, mm-hmm. Another hit- heavy hitting one here. Uh, Jill, what, do you- what are you thinking on this one? <laughs> I know that, and you know, it's funny because you were the only one that really solidified being like, "Yep, Roxy's going to choose David Del Rio. She's going to no, choose." And it was Del Rio, a really so. big because I've seen him compete, and I know that he knows his stuff. Yeah. But you can't discredit Chance Ellison, and it's like some of these first round matches are like nuts, and I feel like for me this is one of them. But Chance is also. Well, yes. Well, yes. They're also maybe ring rest for Del Rio. Chance is so focused on inner geekdom right now that that could, you know, like he's studying to take on Robert Parker. Like, 
and you that could take him away from the singles that you need to like the, the movies that you need to know so it's the kick the kicker there though is that he's got that teams match with mike coming up too that's true how's, how's that gonna help yep so, so that's right so he's also studying for that team so oh this one's rough i can't I, imagine the amount of studying he's doing yeah <laughs> I don't even want to know the amount of studying. And it, and it, and it already it already looked like he was doing a ridiculous amount of studying before all this happened. And now I could only imagine what he's doing. Probably just locked himself in a room all day, every day to do this type of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Especially. Go ahead. I was going to say on the flip side, I feel like Del Rio was one of those players that's kind of like Ethan Irwin, where he just knows these things about movies. And like, I don't know if he necessarily studies. He just knows it. Which yeah. that scary to me, but yeah. all he does is study. <laughs> I mean, what I was gonna say was, I mean, you know, he's studying because, like Mike just said in the uh, promo, he's his protege. He is literally, if there is one person that you know is going to be able to show you how to balance everything, it's probably Mike. I mean, he almost won three belts for a reason. So it's like, uh, but at the same time, Del Rio's losses are to people with winning records. Liz Shannon Miller and Paul Preston. Those are not people to sleep on. So it's like, it seems obvious like, oh yeah, chance. But then it's not when you really look at Del Rio's background. Yeah. This one, this one's really curious to me for Del Rio just because, uh, I know exactly when the last time he played was. I mean, we all do, having seen the match, he went up against Paul. But yeah, so we were actually at Collider watching the matches for that day last summer. You guys there? Because we yeah. were there. <laughs> okay. At the same time? The, right. that, was the, that was the same day as uh, the Paul Yana Dan title shot. So. <sighs> So we were we were there for that. So that was that was like right before the singles tournament last year. So it's been probably about a little over a year since Del Rio has actually played last. So this is going to be really curious to see. This is going to be a good case study for does Ring Rust really actually affect mm -hmm. every player or any player kind of a thing. Makes sense. All righty. Uh, let's go ahead and shift gears to uh, me personally, the match that I hate to see the most I, in round one. I <laughs> And that is Liz Shannon Miller versus Rachel Silverstein Swag versus the Den. Um, uh, I look if there's if there's really one matchup that I could say in round one that I didn't want to see first, it's this one because yep. we we know what Liz Shannon Miller is capable of, right? We've seen her, you know, win some matches. We've seen her lose some matches, but they've all been really close, and her knowledge has really always been on display. Rachel has just gradually climbed the mountain as she kind of played this league. Uh, and the, the match that always comes to mind, and it's not her most recent one, but how she took Roka to the ropes in the singles tournament last year. That match was incredible, and she almost knocked out Roka uh, of that tournament. And I can only imagine what she's capable of doing now as a singles player. Uh, her studying with Ben, I, I have no doubt that has helped her. Um, just a much more solid ground for her to walk on. But, man, it, it is really a bummer to see them play in the first round, but it is going to be a match for the ages. I have no doubt this is going to be one of the most fun ones. Molly, what are you thinking? Um, I'm really excited for Rachel because I know she said that this she was excited to finally get to play another woman. 
um, but yeah, I recently watched her match with Roka, and man, she was pulling some crazy stuff. So I, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm I'm the same. I'm sad to see this one in the the first bracket, but uh, yeah. There's always going to be one of those matches that we just shake our head at, you know, uh, Brian. <laughs> This I, this was the one immediately when I found out. I went no, and I even tweeted because I was so upset because this I would have even if it was the second round. Like I, I fine, I, this is like probably the one match I didn't want to see happen. Is these two against each other in the first round? I, I like honestly, I'm looking. I looked at all the other ones. I probably would have said these two are the only people I didn't want to play against each other in the first round. But at the same time, like Molly said, Rachel has said she likes and wants to play against other strong women. I, you can't pass that up at the same time. So it kind of like tears at your heartstrings, but you're also really excited at the same time. Yeah, you would you would lose the chance at them possibly playing each other if you didn't place them in the first round. Yeah. So yes. there's definitely there's definitely a little back and forth there. Uh Jill, what are your thoughts? I'm in a conundrum. Um, <laughs> being being so, part of the den, I guarantee that's definitely yeah, your your head's spinning. You're no part of the den. I know. <laughs> I'm in a conundrum because I am stoked that we have a strong female versus strong female match, which we don't see literally mm-hmm. at all. And we were talking about this on ladies night that how often do we see female versus female matches? It hardly ever happens. So the fact that that is happening stoked about, but I also want to see both of them. Like, fly <laughs> the- <laughs> like, why do you do this to me? I'm always going to pearl for my girl, Rachel. She's in the den. She's my sister. She is pretty much the reason why Sean and I are in this in the first place. Without her, we wouldn't be here. So I'm always going to root for my girl, Rachel. She's going to put Kevin Smith and Disney up on that wheel. I know how she plays this game. And she uh, it, it's going to be such a fun match. This is definitely going to go to a round three, third question. Yeah, it, it's so, going to be back and forth for sure. No, Chris? This is uh, a nail. I will preface this by saying, like, Obviously, Liz Shannon Miller is a beast of a competitor. I mean, there's a reason why Ethan was, you know, talking her up so much. At the same time, I'm having a very hard time seeing a world where Rachel doesn't win this. Yeah. Honestly, just because I'm looking at how good, let's go back to that Roka match. How good did Rachel do against Roka? She lost it, but how good did she do against Roka? Now, how good does she do with a teammate that is there for her and an entire faction that's there for her, along with Kate, who's been killing it? I mean, what the den is in third place right now. Yep. How do you how do you argue against that? I don't see a world where Rachel loses this match. I think this is Rachel's year. I just want to piggyback off that from Chris. I've never seen Rachel so confident. And she is so confident. Yeah, because she just got a badass nickname. That she I was going to say, uh, she has more motivation now that she's officially oh, been given the name the Switchblade. Switchblade. Um, which, which so it's funny. Cool. A few months ago, Christian was just fighting and fighting so and fighting on SBN. Never happening. Never happening. Making jokes about it, and then just <laughs> randomly drops it out of nowhere. Oh yeah, we also switched her nickname to the Switchblade, and it just it like. Schmodown Twitter just blew up. People are <laughs> oh. loving it. And I have no doubt it's going to add to her character even more. It just, it really does fit her perfectly. 
What was and she? Could, wasn't she like the shooting star? The shining, yeah. the shining star, the shooting star. Yeah, was so like, not her. Which which so is is so Rachel is so perfect. <laughs> Can't forget that she's also representing Slap the Carp. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's great. That is great. Um, <laughs> all right, let's let's go ahead and get to uh, a pretty big match here, and that is the second Fair. to last one on the left side: the Barbarian versus Whitney Seibold. Stock exchange versus the burning droogs here. Um, huge, huge match, obviously, right? I mean, uh, Barbarian right now is currently going strong in IG. He's kicking ass. He's doing his thing. And we we expected him to be in this tournament. We expect him to be in almost every single tournament that's ever made for the Schmodown in the foreseeable future. Um, <laughs> but Whitney Seibold has really, has really kind of just stepped his game up ever since he's been partnered with Alonzo, ever since he was drafted, um, Deep 13 has really done well. We haven't seen him in singles yet, but I have no doubt he'll carry that over. Um, I know that we've only seen one singles match from Barbarian and he just killed it, but I do think that this is going to be a nail biter and a fight to the very end. What are you thinking, Brian? Yeah, it, this, <laughs> I, this one I saw and I went, Oh, this is a big one. This, like, this was a big match to put. Yeah, uh, Brian, but, Brian's really buying into this Shmominati, man. He's yeah, really he <laughs> I saw this one and went, "Oh my god, this is a this is a first round," and you know, we harp on the the Finstock exchange, but I think Barbarian's gonna. Nobody I, is picking Whitney. Nobody. I, I'm surprised. I, I I'm a huge fan of Whitney. He's in my top, probably t- top 10. I-, I think he's hilarious. I love his sense of humor and stuff. But I think the Barbarian might just smack this one out and just, like, give me round two. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I I don't know. I This one, it could be close or it could be a wipeout. And I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Molly, oh, yeah. do you have any thoughts on this one? Uh, same. Like, I don't really want to see Finstock keep winning and getting <laughs> more and more points. But I don't. Barbarian has his little furry friend on his side. Elvis. But yeah, Elvis. <laughs> I've had so much fun watching him play in IG, and so yeah, this this will be a really good match, I think. Yeah. Here's also a, a good point, Chris. You can you can speak uh, on on this match as well, but. This is something that's fair. I mean, he, he's 0-2 against Del Rio and the kid. Um, he's just unlucky when it comes to certain matches. Uh, what are you thinking, uh, Chris? Yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of the point I wanted to bring up. That's that is exactly uh, that's exactly Whitney's mo right now. Is he has he's a he's a top tier player. He's got incredible knowledge. He knows how the game is played by now. He's just always it's always coming down to hey, you picked maybe one wrong number. Uh, maybe it's a wheel spin, whatever it may be. He's he's always come down to just an unlucky situation. And now he's up against somebody who I think in terms of general knowledge has yet to show any weaknesses. And I don't know if he ever will show any weaknesses yeah. in the Barbarian. So I, I think the unluckiness that Whitney may face in this one is he's up against the Barbarian. Is, is Whitney the scrimshaw of singles? <laughs> Start being unlucky. Maybe. <laughs> That's, Maybe. I, Here, here's. 
If you're something for Mr. Tim Franco, I learned yeah. from Franco that you never go against a barbarian. Um, True. All right. Well said. Well yeah. said. Yeah. yeah. Jill, do you have any thoughts on this one? You know me. I, I you, you hate... ha you're having deep breaths on every match. What is going on over there? Because <laughs> here's, here's the thing. You know me and my MO so far in all of this has been, I don't want Finstock Exchange to get any more points. Yeah. But you love the Barbarian. I love do. <laughs> any other team, he'd be, I'd be holding a flag. <laughs> come to the den. Just come to the den and everything will be better. I promise. Just, <laughs> but like, like you guys said, Whitney is one of those players you can't hit. He clearly has the knowledge. He's just been unlucky in his wheel spins and his whatever it is. He has the knowledge, but I just, I feel like I can just never root against Craig because I love Craig. So. <laughs> That's fair. Whether or not Suck Exchange gets more points or not, I just can never root against Craig. I'm sorry. I just can't quick little uh hey there from em hi uh, also robert here molly with the star wars <laughs> i just uh, like every time someone talks about someone else being unlucky i i have to think of scrimshaw and like the yeah. crazy bonkers questions that he has gotten in the past and just that that challenge with um Demolanta, I'm like, man. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right, let's go ahead and shift to uh, the final match of the left side of the bracket here, and that is Frank Moran versus James White. Uh, Swag versus The Den. Uh, we have, if, correct me if I'm wrong, neither of them have played in singles before. Um, James White, obviously the coveted rookie who was drafted in the second round, um, and then eventually got traded. Now he's a part of The Den, a, de a, a faction who is backing him a little bit more. Very big hype around this this guy but frank moran is definitely no slouch he's a guy who knows his movie he works in the movie business um it's going to be a fun fun match to uh check out but the only issue here is the winner ends up playing william bibiani which again <laughs> is another just like oh my god i might win but my goodness i'm facing bibiani so before we get to that one <laughs> before we get to that jill what what do you think about moran versus white i know that it's the den here but just you know thoughts on this matchup you even need my opinion you clearly know what that's that's, that's i have been raising <laughs> james white this kid who was supposed to compete at free for all and then everything happened and then he hasn't had a chance to compete yet he was a second round pick mm -hmm. yep a second round pick who has yet to have a match crazy I am 100% back in my boy, James, and he is going to show everybody why he was a second-round pick, and it's going to be a fun one. <laughs> Chris, what do you think? Yeah, I think I'm leaning towards James on this one. Uh, I haven't seen too many of his – or I really haven't seen any of his matches in the uh, in the fan leagues. Uh, it's just so hard to dive into fan leagues sometimes. Um, but uh, I know that – for one, we've seen we've seen fan league competitors come into the Schmodown and see how dominant all of them have pretty much been so far. Now he is a fan league competitor who is drafted in the second round. I don't see any reason why uh, James White isn't somebody to keep your eyes on almost throughout the entire tournament. I mean, does how does he do against Frank? Uh, Frank, I, I remember his his uh, one team match in the new box office breakdown and. I don't remember a whole lot that stood out from that from that particular match. Uh, maybe from him, his personality was great. You know, the both of them were a lot of fun. But 
uh, I just don't remember seeing so much coming from Frank. So I don't know. I don't necessarily know how he's going to fare going on his own after, you know, having, having not played for so long. And I just, I'm just someone who's expecting great things out of James White on this one. Yeah. So BC here. I want to make all be on good chills, good side. And because I did not know Frank, I'm going to go with James White. By the way, no matter what Christian says, James is the gator. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Molly, what do, what do you think about this matchup to uh, end the left side of the bracket here? Um, I don't know that much about either of these players, but for me, that makes for a more exciting match, to be honest, to watch. So I'm I'm pretty excited for this one. But uh, either of them going up against Bibiani, I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's going to be fun to see him back. That's for sure. I mean, uh, yeah. from Rand, that is. And then seeing the debut of, of James White that's been prolonged for so long. Uh, yes. And then their eventual matchup with Bibiani. But uh, I mean, this is definitely going to be a fun match to watch. Uh, Brian, what what do you think on this one, man? I'm going with James the Gator White because <laughs> and, I, and I, Christian won't do that because he's a Florida State person. Yeah, he's a Seminole. There's no yeah. way he's going to name someone the Gator. Of course Absolutely not. not. But That's okay. you know, fans will call him the Gator. That's what matters. Yeah. It's like Brandon Hannah thing all over again. Hitman and Hotman. It's like it's yeah. Oh, <laughs> Rachel the Switchblade, and look what That's happened. True. Yeah. That is true. You speak it into fruition, but um, I. All I all year heard about uh, James White's strong. James White, wait for James White. Blah 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And you know, I will say, as cuckoo bananas as Robert Meyer Burnett was last year, and all that stuff, he's not horrible at picking players. And if he is gonna take someone as his second pick, that's a pretty high pick that kind of puts you on on notice like i know i just want people in the audience to like do this yes like everyone out (laughs) (laughs) but you know to be honest i i don't know why I'm even seeing James White maybe giving Bibiani a sh- uh, some trouble too. Like oh, Chris, do you have thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm wondering if we uh, if we're wanting to consider that maybe the upset of the tournament if that happens. You know, that could be. That could be. I, yeah, I'm I'm with Chris on this. I I don't know why. I just see his name, and there's something I could see him going, and yeah. he might be. Not the new barbarian, but that barbarian take where it's like he just comes in and people are like, "Whoa, where did he come from?" So we'll see. I don't know. Either way, it's going to be a really good match. That probably one of the ones I'm looking forward to the most. Uh, here's something interesting we haven't talked about yet so far. There's a lot of people in this yeah. tournament that are all about the entrances, and Bibs being one of them. It's definitely going to be interesting to see these virtual entrances and seeing what happens. And see how uh, Bibs does his setup while he's standing instead of sitting. That's yeah. true. <laughs> very true. Yeah. That's how, well, that's how Parker plays. Yeah, right? they also and and Adam Witt did that against you as well. He was standing in his hallway. Yeah. Um, there's a couple people who have been doing that standing up. But now Barbarian did it for, I think, his first match in the IG tournament. Um, yes. I, think, I, guess, I guess it's a thing now. I couldn't uh, do it. I would just be like... Pacing and like, they'd be like, Molly, get Uh, back on the screen. You're out of the screen. Yeah, I'd be like over here. Uh, All right, let's give Spice like a smoke machine and just like rises. (laughs) I'll die. 
Undertaker stuff. Just yeah. Like... <laughs> oh, God. I mean, I he'll be it. able to record like a really fun promo, I'm sure. But yeah, the the actual live entrance is is gonna be interesting, and I hope he pulls something cool off. Yes. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, all right, let's go and shift gears to the right side of the bracket here, and we have an interesting one up top, and we have uh, either. Jen Kemp or Sabina Ramirez facing Vinny Mancuso. Uh, Vinny spelled wrong. This must be IE. Um, and the only way that Sabina Ramirez gets in, Sabrina Ramirez, excuse me, gets into the tournament is if one of the uh, Finzak Exchange, being Roca or Merle, have the title in their hands. If they uh, if they both lose, um, and Ethan Irwin has the title, then that means that Jen Kemp will be playing Vinny in this situation. Uh, and then you see there at the bottom that they'll either be playing Ethan Irwin. And or Roca, depending on um, who has the title at that point in time. Uh, so let's talk about this Jen Kemp uh, versus Vinny first, and then we can get to Sabrina. Um, interesting matchup. I mean, we saw Jen Kemp in the IG tournament, right? She proved herself very well. Uh, she was a very strong player in certain categories that a lot of people don't have strengths in. Um, I have not seen her in singles yet. I don't know much about her. And Sabrina Ramirez, obviously, being mo- one of the most uh, sought out free agents out there. We kind of expect a little bit from her, but that's if she's in the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, Jen Camp, I think that she can definitely make some damage. Um, I know Vinny has proven himself in teams just in one match so far, but Kaiser talks him up a lot as far as a singles player. Mm-hmm. Uh, so out of the play-in matches, I definitely think this is one to look out for, whether it is Jen or Sabrina who Vinny is playing. Brian, what are you thinking? Yeah, um, this is the most confusing section of the bracket. That's what I was going to say. I know. I was going to say, can, can, we just, can we just clear something? So if Sabrina is in, it's a play-in match between Jen and Sabrina. If no. Sabrina, no, it's, no, it's a play-in match between Sabrina and Vinny. Vinny is in no matter what. Yeah. So if so, so, so Vinny's so in if, no matter what. If Merle, so, if Merle, so if Merle or Roca have the title, Sabrina is in and Jen is out. Oh yes, because okay, that means what, that okay. Ethan is in. That means Ethan is in for that usual suspect spot. And oh, got out, it. Okay, final spot okay. for usual suspects. So depending on who the champion is, it's either Jen or Sabrina. Right. Yes. So, okay. Okay. Got it. Okay. Um. So, like I said, most confusing side. Of the I just had to clear it up. I'm sorry. <laughs> I was like, what? Okay. Got it. Either way, those women are strong. Like. Part of I honestly, I literally go, Oh, I hope such and such wins or loses so I can see this person. Mm-hmm. But I say that with both of them. I would be ecstatic seeing Jen Kemp, and I would be very happy to see uh, Sabrina Ramirez because of how much she's been hyped up. And if Finstock's gonna go after you, you know she's pretty good. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I I mean, I can't wait to see that. But then at the same time, they're playing Vinny. Kaiser pretty much <laughs> Kaiser only hypes up like whose names do you constantly hear him talk about? Smets, uh Robert Parker, and then it's pretty much Vinny. So it's I mean, I Vinny could be a sleeper in this bracket. And some who just said that's what I was gonna say. Mm-hmm. He he could be a sleeper. It just comes down to me, his outside life. He just moved to New York from the West Coast, mm-hmm. has he had time to study all this. But at the same time, we could be completely wrong. He'd be studying his butt off. So, I mean, either way, I'm actually really, however this works out, 
I'm excited for this corner because I think it's going to be a knockdown drag drag up to the end of the game type match. Mm-hmm. Molly, this one's tough for me because Jen and Irwin are in my faction, yeah. and like <laughs> I don't want to pick between the two of them for who goes on in this tournament. I just don't want to pick. Uh, <laughs> Jen was amazing when she played Alex and IG. Uh, and I, I, as soon as that match was over, I was like, I need to see her play again. Like, yeah, yeah. I, I really and love she, her. And she's been around in the, in the background for years. That's yeah. something yeah. a lot of people forget. Mm-hmm. She's been in the background for years, uh, of showdown, which, which plays a huge part in, in her uh, debut in the singles division. Chris, with this craziness going on in this corner, what are your thoughts on this one? Well, here's the thing. So we've seen, obviously, we've seen Jen in IG. We've seen her play a little bit in the free-for-all, I believe, last year. So yep, I, I do believe that she, you know, having done a lot of matches virtually, she knows, she she knows, you know, a, a fair amount of general trivia that she's, she's uh, worthy to put into the singles tournament for sure. Here's the thing, though, and this is, this is where uh, you get a little insight from me. I competed against Sabrina in a Lawland quiz over on uh, Video Drew's channel. Oh, oh Jake, <laughs> dream! That was my dream. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, now it was against her and Brandon Hanna. Uh, um, <laughs> Brandon Hanna. <laughs> me and Brandon. Alex took care of him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> me, me and Brandon did a little bit of a uh, uh, studying for that quiz before we went into it. Sabrina did not. Sabrina stayed within two points behind the both of us pretty much the entire time. Not Man. studying. Not studying. Wow. Um, wow. So, like, for me, like, I, I, I mean, I won that match. But for me, it was like, wait, hold up. Hold up a second. If that's how Sabrina plays without studying, granted, <laughs> it is specifically on one movie. She needs to be in the tournament and she's going to tear through it. Sabrina, Sabrina's gonna know her stuff, and I expect great things out of her. You see here, Roko and Merle win against Erwin. Sabrina will be in this tournament and defeat every single competitor she has to face until she's deemed <laughs> Schmo Down wow. Champion. She is someone wow. that I believe is capable of doing so. Wow. wow. And you know, Robert I said that one already. Hyped up most free agent. I mean, pe- people really love Sabrina here. Jill, what do you what do you got on this one? I see. I love Jen. I was so excited to see her compete. And what, like Molly said, when she, even though she lost that match, I was going, I want to see her again. So excited to see her compete again. But again, I haven't seen Sabrina compete and I also want to see her compete. So it's like, I don't know who is going to be competing, but whoever is, I'm going to be super stoked for. Yeah. But I also really love Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> I also really love Vinny. So this is going to be, honestly, whatever whoever ends up playing Vinny, this is going to be one of those matches I'm going to be looking forward to. Probably my top three matches I'm going to be looking forward to the most just because it's going to be so much fun. It's definitely going to come down to that three point, the five point three third round question. It's going to be such a fun match, and I'm so excited. Whoever is the one who ends up being in the tournament, so excited for. Brian? I already spoke on it. Oh, you did? Sorry. Lost my train of thought. <laughs> I was just right, going to say, either way, the winner or one of them has to play Ethan Irwin or John yeah. Rose. Yeah. yeah. 
right, have fun in this round. But look at where all, at this point. That's all the playing matches. Like it's literally like, it just that sucks for any of those playing players to face these competitors. But that's what happens when you get to singles. Um, all right, let's shift gears here to the second match of the bracket on the right side, and we have sure. the Dens Paul Preston versus the Dungeons Eric Zipper. Uh, could be one of the most surprising matches of the first round. I'll say that. Uh, yeah. Paul Preston obviously is one that um, a lot of people expect to do very, very well. Uh, he has proven himself time and time again. But Eric Zipper this year has really proven himself as a player. He stepped his game up. He looks like a much more of a different player, uh, as, just a sense of personality and how he approaches the game. Um, he's currently doing the IG stuff right now, facing Kalinowski on Sunday. But uh, this can, I mean, I'm not going to say it's going to be an upset if he beats Preston, um, but it's definitely going to be a really good match, a match that could come down to the wire. Molly, what are your thoughts? Uh, this is another one that I don't know a ton about these players, but I'm looking at their wins and losses. Preston has beat Rachel and Lon and David Del Rio. Like, I don't know. <laughs> this, this might be a close one. This might be a really close one. I I like I like how Zipper plays. Um, but I don't I don't know if I can call this one. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. That's very fair. Brian. This is this is my second heartbreaking match. <laughs> because I know you're a zipper fan. You're a zipper fan. I love him. He is my top five, maybe even top three right now. But my faction is the den this year. So uh. it, and that's who I picked at the very beginning. So it's you're like chill. You're a shill. Listen, I, listen. I picked them before. Every you're time. you're a shill. The second we had Jill on, you're like, oh, let's let's go with the den. No, we did that before. Don't even start. <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Uh, but at the same time, like Paul is so good too. It's just like, <laughs> with the greatest uh, nickname in any Schmodown. The powder, powder keg. keg. Powder it's keg. incredible. <laughs> it's perfect. It's. I. This is another one that. Like I said to Rachel, to the Rachel and Liz one, I someone just tell me when it's over because I don't <laughs> want but yeah, I I I honestly don't know in this one. This one is literally a coin toss. I feel like for me, Chris. Yeah, I mean it's funny you bring up the the Rachel and Liz match because I, yeah, I, I mean I agree with that. This is I would put Zipper in the same class of player as Rachel Silverstrini, which is somebody who maybe didn't have the strongest debut necessarily, but is somebody who is definitely improving and has improved a whole lot in a short amount of time. Like zipper is somebody who I expect to be doing great things here in the future. Uh, that said that puts him in, in this match where, yeah, it could pretty much go either way at this point. I maybe give the slight edge to uh, Paul and this one, uh, just because I feel like his overall knowledge, his general knowledge is, has shown to be a little bit wider than, than zippers has, but that, I mean, you're still looking at, look at the faction that zipper is in and the, uh, the, the players he's, he's with, I mean, you got, you got Robert, you got, uh, you got Smets and just their studying habits. And along with, uh, along with how much, uh, zipper has improved. That's, it's gonna be it's gonna be a close one. I think I do give the slight edge to Paul though. Here's an interesting point from Tachyon. Both Zipper and Preston, wow. Preston have exactly eighty one percent accuracy. Wow. Uh, which which if that's the case and they're very similar, 
it could come down to when you miss a question yep. and when you get the correct question. So that'll be interesting. Yeah. Bill, I, I, obviously, we know where you're going, but I have to ask, thoughts on the match? Never going to go against the den. I'm sorry. <laughs> but, but again... I'm just going to stop asking of, when it comes no, to den it's, I'm just going to stop fine. But, but this is this one is... Zipper is one of my really close friends. And so... And if there was a most improved award for the Schmodown, I feel like Zipper would be a strong contender for that. He has shown so much strength in the past year or so that he is definitely a force to be reckoned with. And while a lot of people are pulling for Paul on this one, myself included because of the den, um, it, it's he's it's going to be a close one. I think it's going to be, again, one of those. It's going to go to round three. Uh, like Tachyon said, they both have 81% accuracy, which to me was a surprise. I didn't realize they were both the same accuracy level. So this is going to be... I... I, I Again, like Brian said, can I just not watch and can you just tell me when it's over? <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Uh, all right, let's shift gears to another one here. Uh, right below that one, we have Jader Paramo, the rookie for the Burning Droogs, and Jim Veveda for Roxy and the Rockstars. Um, Jader, obviously coming in from that fan match in Orlando, I believe it was, uh, and, and really proving himself so far. Uh, he was the center of a trade that happened earlier this season. He faced Brittany Young and, and really stepped up. He came from behind in that win. Jim Vavita, obviously we know who he is. Um, and Roxy needs the points. And so I have no doubt her players are really kind of just digging in and doing as much as they can to, to be prepared for these. Uh, another match that can really go either way, but it's going to be fun either way because, honestly, I like seeing both of them in the showdown. Uh, we haven't seen Jim Vavita too much in singles. Uh, in, in Jane, or Actually, at all, if I'm not mistaken. And Jader only being the one match. Um, and so this is another, another toss-up for me. I'm not really sure, but... I kind of feel like I'm picking Jader in this one. Uh, Molly, what are you thinking? I always love to to root for the rookie, so uh, I'd have to agree. Um, yeah, and I, I know rock stars, they, they need the points, and I know, Al, I know who Alex is rooting for, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. This will be a tough one and a fun one to see. Mm-hmm. Jill? I... I got to go with Jader on this one. I, while I do want Rockstars to get some more points here, I, I, yeah, I know. I, I, I'm getting a win on with Jader on this one. That's, that's uh, who I'm Chris? voting for. <laughs> this is a, this is a heart versus mind match because the heart wants Jader to win this a whole lot. Just, I mean, that, that was the whole point of that whole fan exhibition out in out in orlando is the idea was hey let's see if we can try to find the next dan merle out there and so like if you can get jader a win here and one one more step closer to him being the next dan merle so to speak that would be amazing but the mind says vevita knows his stuff vevita is a very strong competitor and while he's had some slip-ups and matches in the past if Roxy is coming in and being the manager that we know Roxy is, she's a fantastic manager. Those, those things are going to be uh, much fewer and far between. And if you have Vevita with less slip ups, he's going to be a tough mountain to climb. Yeah. I, I, I tend to agree with that. Uh, Brian. Yeah, no, I echo what Chris just said, because I feel like Vevita's going to be like, I'm proving myself in this match. This is my redemption match. And, but at the same time, he's not, he's not playing no slouch. Like Jader is good. He came back 
to beat Brittany in that match he played. So this one, I I, I kind of agree with Chris. Like it's kind of like I want Jader, but I'm thinking Vavita might might come out of this one. Well, yeah. That's that's a good point. That's a, it's 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 not like it's not like he's a fan leaguer. He's he's a legit fan who yeah. got picked from from the crowd to come in and play in this league. So uh, I have no doubt that the majority of people are probably going to be pulling for him. We're talking about um, Cinderella stories. That's the Cinderella. That's story. Yeah, that's, that's so, true. That's so cool to me. <laughs> yeah. Right? I mean, could you could you imagine just? And what's cool is that he didn't even know because he had said multiple times that his girlfriend was the one that entered him. Yeah. And when his name got called, he was like, wait a <laughs> second, what? Could you just imagine going through that experience? That'd be wild as a fan. I know crazy. it's more so, you know, uh, for Brian and I being not involved so much in being in the studio, you know, I, I know it's a little different for you three, but I mean, just that experience would be absolutely crazy. Yeah. I think that's for me. That kind of feels like how I ended up in playing in this. That's yeah. true. That's true. <laughs> Plus, you got to look at the situation also. If Jader goes on to win match after match after match, what does that do for the idea of, hey, let's do this fan exhibition again and see if we can yeah. find I was just going to say, that I hope cool. they do this again. Like, they should do it at least once a year just to bring yeah. up some fan and just, mm-hmm. here you go. Like, I 100% agree they should do it every year. If if it does work out well, like, even if he wins one match, I have no doubt they're going to think about it on a yearly basis. Oh, and yeah. maybe do it like uh, they'll switch cities every year or something like that. But that would definitely be something really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Let, let's get to one of the one of the barn burners of the of the tournament of the first round. And that is Tim Franco for the Corky Mercs versus Tom for the Den. Uh, an, an absolute crazy matchup. I'm going to say it. Just a, a wild, wild matchup. Um Tim Franco being one known in in singles, and Tom never actually doing singles, making his debut here. Very well known names, obviously. Uh, Tom has made a huge impact with the Looney Bin last year. Now with Tom and Paul, and then Tim Franco has obviously made a name for himself as well. Uh, this is one of the ones that I just can't really decide on at the moment. I really can't. It's it's going to be tough. I don't know what Tom can do on his own. I don't. I know what Tim Franco is capable of, but Tom could really just come out of nowhere and sweep the board if thing goes his ways uh chris thoughts on this one uh i think the question is if tom comes out and sweeps it is tom really coming out of nowhere i mean we've we've seen we've seen how tom did with the loony bin and you know absolutely no slight against drew she knows her stuff (laughs) (laughs) right we we know that uh that tom though pulled he did pull a lot of weight for that team and you know, we expected also great things coming from Paul and Tom as a team too, which I, I mean, I still do whenever they uh, are able to get back into another match again. I still expect great things out of them. So for, for Tom, man, I, uh, I have a hard time saying that Tim doesn't have a lot that he's going to have to face down against. But that being said, Tim also is a very strong competitor too. Tim does know his stuff also. And, uh, I have to watch my words because he's in the chat and we've had him on our, uh, our <laughs> show, it's, it's going to be, it's, it's going to be, uh, it, it's going to be a hard match to, uh, for honestly, for either one of these competitors. They've, they've speaking of speaking of <laughs> yeah. uh, Jill, I'll go to you really quickly on this one, Tim or Tom. <sighs> okay. I'm going to call this one now out of all of these first round matches. This is going to be the one that is most likely to go into overtime. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. 
this match is going to be one that's going to be most likely to go into overtime. While, yes, I am going to side with the Den, I know Tim. Tim is a beast. And if any, like I said, if any match is going to go overtime, it's going to be this one. And I hope it does because it's going to be so exciting. And these two players are so strong that this is definitely going to go to overtime, in my opinion. I'm calling it now. Tim Franco here. First person to get perfect round in singles, he means. Um, could could play into it. Uh, Molly, thoughts on, on this barn burner? Uh. I always find it interesting seeing people go from teens to singles and like if they do better, if they do worse. Um, I mean, yeah, it's, it sounds like Tim's pretty, uh, pretty stacked uh, with <laughs> accuracy. So I don't know. <laughs> uh, Samir here, I'm pretty positive T is going to win. Correct. The winner will be <laughs> T. Um, nice. Real quick though. Correct. Uh, Question here from Stylin Moose. Why does Tom have no last name? Always wondered. Uh, it's just his character. I think it's just he's his character. He's an enigma. He's too, yeah. busy, he's too busy trying to find a dead body to worry about a last name. Tom doesn't need a last name. No. It's Tom. It's Tom. He's just Tom. He's just Tom. Tim Franco here. I'm stepping in. And it's all, in all seriousness, this will be a tough match, and I'm excited for the challenge. So are we. So yeah. Tom is obviously a great player. Yeah. I mean, yeah. We, haven't seen, we haven't seen either of them in a while. I know we saw Tom most recently, but in like early 2020. So it feels like we haven't seen either of them in quite a while. It's going to be exciting to see. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's get to another one. The most recent confirmed player in the singles tournament, right there in the middle on the right side, and that is Corruption's own Mike Kalinowski versus the Quirky Mercs free agent pick. Perry Nemiroff. Um, I don't know about you, but I saw this and I was like, no, she got paired yeah. with Mike. Yeah. No, because I, I, I love you. Perry. Like, I think Perry's such a bright spot in anything she does. Mm-hmm. She has such, such a great personality and she's great on the mic. Um, and those exhibitions matches we see from her are always so much fun. But I, I, I looked at it and I go, oh my goodness, the one match. That yeah. I thought, like, I would love to take this back and switch these around. Like, <laughs> I don't want her playing Mike in the first round. It's just unfortunate because at that point, he might be, like, zoned in on doing general trivia, having his team's match coming up. And for for Perry, she might just run straight into a brick wall. Obviously, there could be an upset. But, man, what a tough uphill climb for her. Uh, Brian, what, do you, what are you thinking, man? I mean, <laughs> there's so much heavy breathing just, today. I was going to say, can, so I just, can I just put the reaction? All this just go. Yeah, it's the heavy sigh. This was the one that I went, whoa, why are they doing that first round? Mm-hmm. Like, the, right? It's like, I, I saw it and I was like, thinking to myself, if I would have seen this, if I'm them, I would have been like, oh, no, no, no. We need to switch that one because we want them <laughs> to go. <in> the- <laughs> yeah, poor Perry. But it's just like when I see that one, I go, oh, I would have moved one of them just so they could stay longer in the tournament uh-huh. just because there's two two names. Um, I mean, this is technically – no, no. She played one time in singles against uh, Miss Movies. Brian, yeah, like a loss Brian. against Brian. Yeah. There yeah. So it's not her debut, but she has some strong exhibition wins and <laughs> she has played some people. So though I've heard a couple people say like, 
Oh, why? That's not fair. Why did they put Perry up against Mike? Do not sleep on her. She is in exhibitions. She has beaten uh, Marzona, Bibiani, Meyer, and Cody Hall. That's that's pretty freaking amazing. Yeah. Even in exhibitions. So I I've learned to pick to not pick against Mike. It's just like it's that's what it's come to at this point. But I I, I don't want to hear any more people say that she's they shouldn't it's an uneven because it's not. It's really not. Molly, you were you were shaking your head as I was talking there. What <laughs> what are your thoughts on this one? Um I cannot wait to see Perry come in and beat Mike. Yeah. That'd be sick. I am she <laughs> that would be awesome. She knows movies so well and you know she that's what she does for a living and I love watching everything she does. I love hearing her talk about movies. Um That's a good point. Yeah, I think I don't know. I, there's I I'm not afraid to root against Kalinowski to be honest. <laughs> so, I I'm hoping that Perry comes in and just steamrolls through. Can you imagine him being out the first round? Oh, yeah, that'd be that wild. would be wild. It's, it, would be would like a, it would be like a scrimshaw. It would yeah. be like a scrimshaw out in the yeah. first round. It would be crazy. It would explode. Yeah. Uh, no. Chris, would that be an upset, Cox? though? I, I would say uh, it's yeah. an upset. I would, I would call probably, it upset. Probably, yeah, more than likely. Chris, thoughts? Uh, I have so many thoughts. So many thoughts. <laughs> um <laughs> This isn't this is another one of those uh head versus heart situations where the heart wants Perry to win this, but the head knows that Mike is way too strong of a competitor to uh to probably lose the first round. That being said, man, would that not would that not be crazy considering what Mike just pulled on uh Andrew Guy and that whole mm-hmm. situation that Yeah, maybe you should have taken that taken that shot with Andrew <laughs> yeah. after all. Yeah. But I mean what I what I would really love is if they just flip the script on this just one match right here, and all the questions are just from Bond and Jurassic Park. That'd be awesome. <laughs> cool. That'd be awesome. That'd be really cool. Not gonna yeah. do it, but that'd be dope. <laughs> <That'd> be <sweet. laughs> uh, Jill, thoughts? It's it's always really hard for me to go against Kalinowski. It's but and I'm one of those people that I don't think I've ever actually seen Perry compete. I'll admit I haven't watched really the exhibition matches, um, but I've heard nothing but amazing things about her. So I, while my brain says Kalinowski, my heart says Perry. So <laughs> if that makes any kind of sense, yeah. um, this is a good point. Uh, just like the singles tournament be. last year. Um, Stacy taking out Riley early. It's very, very similar. Very, very mm-hmm. similar. Especially where Riley was at last year when when he ended up losing to Stacy. Um, and speaking of Riley, that's the match ne- next match we're going to get to here. Uh, and it's it's a heartbreaker. It really is a heartbreaker for a lot of people. Uh, it's Mark Riley versus Video Drew. Yeah. I know that Riley's part of the Finstock Exchange, but Riley's a fan favorite. He has been for the longest time. And seeing Video Drew in the showdown in anything is good. Uh, and we're going to be able to see her in, in singles. We've only seen her once in singles before. Dungeon obviously needs the points against the Finstock Exchange especially. Uh, but, wow, it's it's definitely something that I don't want to choose because I love Riley. I love Video Drew. Um, but it's I think it's solely going to be based on factions in this one, and I just don't want Finstock winning. I really just don't <laughs> want Finstock winning. <laughs> uh, Chris, thoughts? Uh 
it's it's hard. this one's really hard because uh we've gotten to be pretty good friends with uh with drew in recent times so it's 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 really hard uh i know she's obviously getting a lot of like study time and inadvertently being able to do those uh quiz shows over on her channel so it's kind of like the uh the back door into kind of gaining some knowledge in some things video drew is one of those where uh she what she knows she knows really well and what she doesn't she might she might be pretty hit or miss on it. Uh, that being said, Riley is the first singles champion, and that's for a reason. Riley is one of the OG strong competitors in the whole Schmodown to begin with. So, yeah, this is. I mean, it feels like a common theme here, but this is another one of those head versus heart situations where the heart would love to see Video Drew, you know, push forward, but the head knows that it's probably Riley's game on this one. Which would, would that would be such a bummer to see video drew out of the first round. Yeah, oh, yeah. that'd be such a bummer. Uh, Molly, thoughts? I'm I'm so excited that video drew is in this tournament. Um, and like you said, she's been inadvertently doing a lot of studying, which I know a lot about that. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's true. <laughs> but yeah, I love Mark Riley too, but he's been stuck, so boo. <laughs> 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 that's good. That's if, good. If viewers, if you haven't learned already, we're just basically fit talk has changed. No more. No more yeah. points. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. <laughs> I'm uh, going Jill. Oh, yeah, Brian, no. go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, Brian. go, Brian. Go I'm Brian. going video Drew on this one with the upset. I'm thinking, I'm hoping she lands on a strength in the wheel round and that could help her. Yeah. Because, I mean, Riley is. Don't get me wrong. He's amazing. He's won a belt. He's one. I mean, but uh, is he the same as he was? Eh, maybe depends. But I, I'm, I'm gonna go with video Drew on it. This is gonna be one of my upset picks. I hope he gets a Star Wars question because I know he loves Star Wars. <laughs> no, Rachel. No, Rachel. terrible choice, Stop Rachel. <laughs> terrible choice, Rachel. That's wrong. Uh, Jill, what are you thinking? I 100% agree on Chris with this, the head versus heart situation. I, My heart wants Video Drew. I love Drew dearly, and mm -hmm. I love her character, and I want to see her just steamroll through this competition. But Riley is a legend. Riley is on a lot of people's uh, uh, Mount, Mount Rushmore's for a reason. And so it's... It's hard. He's Finstock Exchange, I know, but it's just, <laughs> oh God, it's just so hard to not choose Riley in this, even yeah. though my heart wants Video Drew so bad. And but I can, I can see her pulling a Stacy. I can see her pulling an upset. So it's going to be an interesting one for sure. As a uh, as a side note. Uh, one of the things that I know, we, like we talk about, like the backstage, and you you, you bring up, say, like Andrew Guy and Kalinowski talking, and Christian and Roka, and like all of them saying, like who are the who are the best performers? I don't think enough credit is given to Video Drew. No, she, her character is perfect, like absolutely perfect. She is not missing a beat on anything anytime she's ever in character, and so I I I, I don't know like how much that may play against Riley in that match, you know, head games wise, but. 
at the same time, like there's just not enough credit given to Video Drew for her character. I will never Agreed. forget when she got that question of what would you name a robot if you had one? And she without a beat, Janine. Definitely perfect. Last thing is whoever comes out of this and whoever comes out of the bracket above it, it's going to be an amazing match. You might see Kalinowski versus Riley. You might mm-hmm. see Riley versus Perry. You might see Video Drew versus Mike, which I would chill to see. <laughs> Those are all good matchups. And Video yeah, Drew versus Perry would be great too. So yeah. it, either way, that second round is going to be a good, yeah. good yeah. match. Oh, yeah. I didn't think about that. Yeah. I mean, either. That's such a good point. But wow. I would love to see Video Drew play Mike so bad. <laughs> so bad. Yeah. <laughs> Especially with Shannon in the promos before that match. Too. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Next match here on the bracket is uh, Jeff Snyder for the Rockstars versus Robert Mantano for the usual suspects. Late to the party has split up, and it's the first official match for them Boo. as a singles player. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Snyder, Snyder here versus Montano. Uh, interesting. I mean, look. Robert Robert has done very well. The late to the party is a very interesting team. Jake, you better around. be careful what you say about Robert. He's listening. Oh, to whatever. <laughs> whatever. Robert's always listening. Whatever. <laughs> hey, he can follow us and I'll tag him next time. Hello. Um, um, so yeah, look, late to the party has been a, a fun, fun team to watch for years. They've been a great part of the Shimonown from the very beginning. One of the originators of, of what we do now Um but I'm very interested to see what he does in singles. It's a very different ball game. Obviously he's never done it by himself. Uh, and it can be def- uh, definitely a, a, just a different look on everything. And you're facing someone who has done it time and time and time again. And when he's hungry and when he's dedicated and when he takes it serious, he could be an unbeatable player. Now it de- all depends on what type of Jeff Snyder we get. It really yeah. does. Cause we've seen two sides of the coin with him. And if we get the one side that looks like he can beat anybody, I don't think Robert stands a chance, but if we get that guy who is not that side of the coin, who may take this question off or give up on this question, there's going to be a real chance for a big upset here. Um, and so I, I, it really all just depends on what Snyder looks like that day. Uh, maybe quarantine helps him playing in his own home. I don't know. Uh, but it also all depend on how Robert plays as a singles player. Molly, uh, instant thoughts on this one. Um, I, I love Robert. I remember meeting him in studio I- few years back um and he had like nothing but amazing things to say about alex and his performance in the the star wars turn or all of his star wars games but and he's in my faction which i'm so excited for (laughs) um but yeah again rock stars need the points but you bring up a good point about jeff snyder and how he's gonna perform virtually versus being live in studio i think that's going to be a big uh differentiating thing for him yeah and i think i think we talked about it on one of our recent streams that snyder <laughs> thrives off of that audience yep. i think jill i think jill you may have mentioned this that yep. he really the crowd really plays him, in his him favor. and andrew mm-hmm. guy I yeah feel, and it's, it's going to be very well interesting to see what happens audience. i mean what what do you jill what are you thinking on on this one being that it is a, a virtual match here I I feel like the virtual match is really I think out of any of these matches the virtual virtualness if that's a word 
the virtualness <laughs> of this match is going to play a key factor more so than any other match in my opinion um snyder is one of those players that i feel like could and maybe even should be on Hilo. <laughs> <laughs> no that's that's this doofus jesus sorry <laughs> but i i feel like i feel like snyder is one of those people who arguably should be on people's Mount Rushmore and they just brush him aside. He <laughs> is one of these Schmodown legends, but Robert is a reactor. He is used to playing these matches virtually from his home. So he, in, in a matter of speaking, has a home field advantage in this. So it's going to be really interesting to see how Snyder plays virtually and if it's going to affect him in any way. Chris? Robert for the upset. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. Hey, uh, and look, I'll be honest. To add to that, out of all the first round matches, this is probably the one that I would agree with the most has the biggest chance of being an upset. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This one, I mean, here's the thing about uh, Robert. He is, he's actually sneakily good. Like, I think yeah. he's going to be someone that, you know, I don't, you know, I'm not inside Snyder's head. So, I wouldn't be able to determine how he's thinking going into this match, but he's going to be someone that I believe is not taken seriously enough. Um, and maybe some people will play into the idea that late to the party has lost more matches than they've won, but you also have to remember, yeah, that one match they won was against critically acclaimed. Yeah. Yep. So you need to understand that while this is his singles debut, Robert Montano does know a lot more than than people may think he does. And he could completely catch Snyder off guard in this one. I yeah. I am calling Robert the win on this one. I I agree. I think I think Robert might pull off the, a huge upset and <laughs> so um <laughs> but uh I think honestly, I know Christian says this during the match. Like he says the things like keep your hands up or you're going to lose a point. I could see something like that mm-hmm. happening where he actually does that. And then Snyder, Snyder just, yeah. And because it's yeah. virtual and he's not thinking or something and then just him losing it. And then it's just, <laughs> it just sends him off. If, and if there's, if there's one player in the entire Schmodown that gets affected by small things, it's Snyder, mm-hmm. right? And there's one thing that could really throw him off his game. And the virtual side of it has more of those than it does in person. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but um, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to be surprised if this upset happens, which would be <clears throat> crazy, crazy for the standings. Watch like Snyder come in and like he's playing like from a teeny tiny closet. Like no, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, no that might be smart of him. It might be <laughs> smart of him. That's for might. sure. <clears throat> um, all right, let's go ahead and get to uh, the last match of this bracket here, and it's the final play-in match there at the bottom right-hand corner, and that is Marisol McKee for Corruption play, uh, facing Bonnie Somerville. Excuse me for the burning droogs to have a chance at playing Swags Paulo Yama the former singles champion uh, again, just an unfortunate draw for those two, but interesting here because uh, Bonnie is going up against her former team, a team that dumped her oh, true. Uh, the Ooh. trade, That's which will play right. into this a little bit, which will be very fun to see. 
Um, I don't know a lot about Marisol McKee. Um, I know that we have not seen her. Uh, I've only heard her name through, you know, free agents and, and, and draft picks and stuff like that. We know what we get with Bonnie, right? It's if she shows up or not, and she draws stuff that she likes. And so we kind of know what to get from her. So I can't really decide on who's going to take this one. I just know that it's going to be a lot of fun because of the Shannon Bonnie element, mm-hmm. especially before the match. Now how it plays in the match, I'm not sure. Um, but definitely a fun playing match. Unfortunately, they're just, they're going right into a, a monster in Pauliyama who wants that belt back. That's for sure. Uh, Brian, first thoughts, man. Um, I think Marisol is going to win this, <clears throat> but I don't think Bonnie's going to be a slouch. I don't, I think, I think Bonnie's going to, sh- no pun. Bonnie's going to show up <laughs> and she, <laughs> but I think, I think this is the match that Bonnie, we go, okay. Like, Good job. Like even off a loss, like that was pretty solid. I don't know why ever since the beginning when Shannon picked her, I've been waiting for her debut. I don't know anything about her, but yes. But like, I've always kind of like kept her on the corner of my mind with corruption. And we know how good Shannon is coaching female uh, participants. Mm -hmm. She taps into something that, I feel like no other coach does with their, their female players. So I'm not going to be surprised if she comes out there and just kills it. But I don't think we're going to see Bonnie with like seven points or like that. I think Bonnie will show up and it'll be a a pretty good match, but I think Marisol is going to take it. A lot of people are picking Marisol here. Marisol by KO. Mm. Marisol. Oh, here we go. That's something yep. I didn't know. Another family. Oh, oh. Um, yeah. There you go. Chris, uh, you can probably add on that a little bit. What, what are your thoughts on this one? Yeah. So that's the other thing is Marisol is another one of those uh, people coming from a fan league. She is, she has been a strong player within the fan leagues, which is why she's obviously getting the, uh, getting to make that jump. Um, so just the head knowledge on that saying that she's been so strong in a virtual format she's used to the virtual format going up against Bonnie, who we have to trust at Christian's word at this point is improving her game since that (laughs) match with Brett, but that was such a fun match though. It it was was absolutely hilarious. (laughs) All we've seen from Bonnie though, is her losses against Brett, her loss against Janine. Um, I can't even remember what what kind of matches. I believe she's played matches before, like way back in the day, and I can't remember how yeah, those so her, turned out. Her official losses are Janine, Brett, and Makuga. Yeah. So, I mean, she she has experience with the game now. She knows how the game is played. It's just a matter of how much time does she want to devote to improving her game and trusting at Christian's word that she is, in fact, doing so, that she is actually hungry and she does actually want to come back, take it seriously, and have a win here. We might see a, a a pretty good game out of her this go around, but it's it's hard for me to bet against someone who's used to this format and who is making the jump for a reason. You just won me over, so I will take <laughs> Chris's word on that one. Yeah. Uh, Molly, thoughts? I agree. Like it's so interesting seeing people from the fan leagues come into these tournaments, and like you said, they have experience doing this kind of thing virtually, and also. I mean, coaching with Shannon, we've seen, we saw it with Laura. Like, yeah, 
I can't bet against that. <laughs> and here, here's an to interesting mold point, an too. evil character. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm excited for. This is a new person that Shannon gets to help mold. Here's here's an interesting person. point from Brian. Here, most of Shannon's picks for the tournaments are fan leaguers. Yes, she uh, that's that's a strategy. Chance had I mean, any influence on that? That's right. a strategy right there because it is virtual. That that's a big strategy. Yeah, Jill. Uh, Here's my, here's my thing on this. I know it's either it's either. Uh, 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 I know I I feel like people are discrediting Bonnie way too soon. Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like she deserves more credit than what she gets. Um, but Marisol being in the fan leagues, which I didn't know, I feel like there's always an advantage of being in the fan leagues because I don't know if you guys have ever watched a fan league match, but their questions are crazy. Yeah. Like I feel like a majority of fan league questions are all just five point questions. They're they're nuts. So and we've never seen a fan leaguer like crash and burn in the Schmodown once they get into the Schmodown level of competing. So Going against a fan leaguer, and it's her debut, correct? Mm -hmm. and yes, it's, yes. It's hard. It's really hard for me to go against that. But I feel like I feel like people are discrediting Bonnie so much, like saying it's going to be a KO. I I I think we should give Bonnie more credit. Um, now facing Oyama, that is a whole different story. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I, it, quite honestly, uh, I, I think I think Oyama is going to be on a warpath. I really do. I, I think he wants so. that belt back. I think him being with Winston is just going to add so much more in his corner. We've seen what Winston has done as a manager. Um, and it, we saw what yeah. Winston done virtually with the player in the Star Wars tournament, right? I mean, it, it really is going to play into his favor. And I just, I think that a lot of people are counting Paul out. Mm -hmm. uh, after his loss last year in spectacular, I mean this mm -hmm. this kid. I mean he's, Look at he's his in Hawaii. Freaking record. Well, he's yeah. in Hawaii yeah. by himself. He's just watching movies. That's all <laughs> no, he's doing he's stuck is in just Hawaii watching by movies. Himself. He's <laughs> just watching movies. Like, but look wow. at even even then. Look at his six and two record. Yeah, he it's hasn't nuts. played against anyone that's even slightly bad. Yeah. Like, yeah. It, I mean. His only losses are to Ben Bateman and John Roca. Yeah, yeah. like, yeah. That's, I'm sorry. I'm going to be bragging if I lose to someone like <laughs> <Right>? those two. <laughs> My only I mean, losses are against champions. Like, okay. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, I mean, he, he is, uh, yeah. Paul's, I feel like I completely agree with you. <laughs> that's, I was laughing at that yeah. earlier because maybe Shannon is on something, but, um, yeah, you can't. Anyone that sleeps on Paul. Where have you been, Sean? We've been here for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> probably Sean. been sleep, taking a nap. He's probably been taking a nap. PLD seven by hey, two. Paul. Hello man. there. And you guys doing some research here for when we break it down ourselves. Hey, there you go. Hey. I saw Beedor yeah. too. Hi, Beedor. Hey. Yeah, Beedor's uh, here as well. Yeah. I think. But, uh, uh, oh, go ahead. Go. No, no, no. Oh, I, uh, I was gonna say. I think the uh, the thing with Paul going into especially this season is he's got literally every advantage in his corner. He's got, he's been a champion. He's got Schmodown experience and say going up against Marisol, 
he also has the same advantage that she has, which is he's had experience in the fan leagues and in a virtual setting. He's got literally everything. Oh, and Winston. Winston's on fire right now. He's got literally everything in his corner in this match. It's going to be very hard for either Marisol or Bonnie to, you know, do do any kind of real damage against Paul in this case. I yeah, can't wait so for Oh, yeah. Sorry. Her no, promo was... against Bonnie. I just cannot wait. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Go ahead, Molly. I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's fine. I was going to say, like, swag has just been such an interesting faction to watch. Mm-hmm. And Winston's been doing such an amazing job. Yeah. I think, I think, uh, I agree with you, Jake, that Paul is going to try be trying to steamroll his way through this one. Yeah. yeah and, and the, the person that, I mean, obviously he would face, he would either face Robert Montano or Jeff Snyder. Um, and then he can end up facing the winner of the four people we talked about beforehand. And not, they, not to say that it's an easy bracket, but he doesn't have the moral or the Rokas on his side. Right. Um, and you know, uh, he has a couple people in there like um, Kalinowski or Snyder who can definitely sneak up on him or someone like a Perry or a video drew who knows, but the way that swag has been operating since this virtual setting has happened and what Winston has been doing, uh, it's very hard to bet against them. Yeah. It really is. And and I just, we talked about it last week on our show, but Winston right now is like leading contender for manager of the year. That That's what he's going for. And it's, he's not even really doing it. He's just, he's being himself on camera with his players and it's really working out. And that the turn that Paul made has helped his game out as well. And so he's going to be hard to beat. Like, honestly, like he, he's someone that I'm going to look out for out of all these players in this tournament. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, when you, you look at Winston right now, I mean, the reason he's he's going for that manager of the year at the moment is you just see his passion for the game coming through on, on screen. 100%. I mean, I look at him. I look at Koi. These are the two individuals I think were the biggest, best decisions making jump from player to manager. Agreed. Yeah. So Yeah. I mean – Swat, it, it blows my mind that we almost didn't even have Winston. Like, yeah. yeah, I mean, Jay is great in his own right, but like, we weren't gonna, we didn't originally have Winston, and look what he's doing. Like, it, it, it's, I, I love it, and I completely agree with what you said, Chris, uh, with Koi, too. I mean, Koi's another one. He, I, I love more than anything when he pops on during his manager coaches, it because. It's so it like interesting how he thinks and you get to hear it and break it down. And yeah. it's it's incredible how these managers are actually really they're not a joke. They're not mm-hmm. just these people that are in charge of these people. They're actually legitly coaching them. And yeah. I think it's it's showing because those teams are the ones that are doing pretty good. So <laughs> it's yeah. All right. Well, that wraps up the bracket discussion here. Um, any any final thoughts on on what this tournament? I mean, look, we're only talking about the first round here. Obviously, there's, there's a lot <laughs> yeah. to this is a lot only the first process. Round, yeah. All right, so now we're going to start talking about round two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, maybe once we get there in the fifth uh, hour of but, the show. <laughs> yeah. um, but it, look, this tournament starts August 10th. We're going to have four matches a week for at least the first two. Uh, it's going to be very fast-paced. We're going to see a lot of things happen. Yep. Um, there's definitely going to be a lot of upsets because uh, the setting just calls for that. It's, that's just what happens. Um, 
let's just go around the table here uh, and, and just final thoughts on things that we may expect or just the tournament bracket overall and, and you know, how you like it, maybe how you don't like it. Uh, Brian, I'll, I'll start with you. Just, you know, we'll go down the line. What, what are you thinking, man? Um, well, I mean, I know I talked to you and Jill last night. I think the bracket's great. There's only one thing that I'm upset. Yeah. <laughs> very shmominati is the one thing that I am upset about. And I mean, yeah, I probably have, a little bit more upsetness in it because right now I'm pulling for them is the den did kind of get screwed in this. They, they really did because if you look at it, it I'll throw it up. So if you look at it, they cannot have more than two players past round three. Mm. Every other team can have at least three or four past the third round. So well, you're you down know, here on the left side. You have Rachel and James on the bottom on the bottom quadrant back here on the left, and then uh, up top you have Tom and Paul, who could eventually face each other as well. Yep. So I mean, as far as points for that for the den, they kind of got no pun intended the shit end of the stick for that. Shmominati. 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 I also think it. I also think it's kind of funny, but uh, yeah, B-Dorf. B-Dorf's definitely a part of it. Um, <laughs> but, um, and then another bummer is the Den and Swagger playing each other twice in the first round in the same quadrant of the of the bracket. So I'm just I'm kind of that that's kind of a bummer for me. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm gonna love seeing Kate. And Winston, everybody's but, in on it, man. Everybody's in on it. <laughs> Everybody it is. It's a conspiracy it's just, against the den. Yeah, conspiracy. it's just kind of a bummer. Um, I, I have no idea how. Shmominati. Probably, <laughs> I have no idea how this is put together. Nor can see. I'm telling you, she's a part of it. She's probably one of the top members. Uh, <laughs> but I. I don't know how they pick the bracket. I don't know how they do it. I guarantee you it's a crap ton of work, so I don't want to harp on it too bad. Um, I just personally think that I would have liked to see it at least like there's four quadrants, four team people, one person at least in each quadrant, just so that way it kind of balances it out, kind of like a college football type thing or a basketball type thing. But um, at the end of the day, I'm going to love watching every single moment of this whole entire tournament. Yeah. And some of these matches are going to be legendary. Mm-hmm. And I still, can't, I still can't believe they're a part of the first round. Like, and I, I mean, there might be some obvious choices you see there, but there are going to be some upsets and it's going to ruin people's brass. All, all of all of us are screwed. Yeah, all of us are screwed. When it comes to these matches. All those plans you had, just get rid of them. <laughs> yeah, for a couple Mo- weeks at Molly least. Molly ha- said she had to quit Star Wars Explain. It's just like <laughs> there's that time. But there's Sean, uh, if Butor was part of the den, it wouldn't be screwed. Remember, she's brigade. The bandit is in the den unless. Yeah. Ooh. So, I mean, conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, um but yeah, I'm so excited for this. This is going to be absolutely insane. The amount of people that are in it, 
the amount of reactions we're going to have to do. <laughs> I can't wait. It's going to be a blast. I know. Uh, right? Jill, final thoughts on this one? Here's my final thoughts with this. When I when this whole pandemic started, one of my first thoughts was, oh, no, what are we going to do? <laughs> like this is gonna like this is gonna ruin everything what are we yeah. gonna do this season we're just gonna have to take a break and just restart next year and here we are with in my opinion some of the best tournaments we've ever had in the schmodown with the star wars tournament we're going through the inner geekdom tournament right now and now this what 36 34 36 player, people 36 six player tournament which we oh, would never be able to do if this was still live in studio we're yeah. doing stuff that i never would have thought could have happened i'm gonna be stressed out for the next couple of weeks but it's <laughs> gonna be so worth it and i'm so stoked to see some of these like brian said some of these legendary matches that are going to come out of this tournament we we apologize to anyone if we look absolutely exhausted by week two. <laughs> <laughs> just just see, keep see, that listen, in mind. We we were drinking wine. Come to like four weeks, we're gonna be drinking just straight up coffee. It's just gonna be just straight You're gonna keep those. bottles, just the yeah. actual bottles. Uh, yeah. uh Molly, uh final thoughts on this one. I am so, so excited to see this tournament. And yeah, we are unlucky, very unlucky because of the pandemic very lucky to be getting a tournament like this with so many amazing players and so many new players. Mm -hmm. Like I am, I am all about an upset. I'm all about seeing the rookies come in and blast their way, you know, through the more well-known players. I think this is going to be a ton of fun. Mm -hmm. I agree. I and it's going to make me, I feel like our reactions and like, watching all these matches i'm gonna want to watch all these regular movies and and <laughs> i won't be able to because we'll be watching star wars <laughs> no more star wars uh, no more star wars chris, chris uh final thoughts on this one man yeah a few uh i'll speak to the brian's point a little bit earlier the uh the whole the way the whole bracket is set up like i i the amount of work that Christian had to put into it is crazy because yeah. like, there's so many factors I think that went into actually having to set that up, which is, mm -hmm. you know, you want to see, you want to see an even split between all the factions, but at the same time, you got to take into consideration the, uh, the records of each individual player as well and where they fall in line. Mm -hmm. And sometimes it does fall that maybe certain factions, uh, their players have certain records and it just, that's the way it falls for the entire faction because of the players they have. Uh, that being said, like I would love to see it be super even too, just because I think you know having each each faction get as many options as possible to get to those finals it would be great. Uh, I think that's just I mean, when you have thirty six players, that's just the way it, it's just the way it works out, just the way it happens, and that's a testament to uh, just how much further Christian wants to push this entire thing. And absolutely, like he's doing such a great job with it. But the fact that we've never had a thirty six player tournament before. Like this is it's it's insane, and I don't know I don't know how much of that you really like you you can blame on the pandemic. I guess you you can blame a lot of it just because it is in a virtual setting, but at the same time, like they they started the season saying this is the new era, and I don't think that's let up at all. Even mm -hmm. even if they can't get into a studio and you can't do all the all the uh, the cutscenes and stuff that you wanted to do storyline wise with everything, you still get so much value in terms of every single competitor that is involved now has stepped up their game so much that 
every match is it, it's going to be so hard at the end of the season to determine what is match of the year because every match is going to be match of the year yeah especially in this tournament oh yeah agreed uh, uh yeah go oh, go ahead go ahead I'm excited and I'm expecting not to get any sleep because <laughs> yeah. I know we are switching. Yeah, cool. o- we're going to be switching over and doing a lot more uh, virtual live reactions to going nice. going forward nice. for this tournament. So that's uh, gonna it's gonna save us on the back end from having to spend a lot of time editing videos. But man, if it, if it's if it is four videos a week and not two. Yeah, <laughs> all of us. I'm sure every single reactor here and in the chat are just like, oh, man. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Uh, um, poor Nerd Chronic in the, yeah. the writers. Seriously. Oh, Eric um, and PJ and Abby and everybody in that behind-the-scenes yep. crew are just like, four matches. Yay. <laughs> uh, real quick, uh, real quick before we get out of here, Movie Man right here. Uh, we talked about it at the very beginning okay. of the stream. So if you want to uh, hit back on the replay, it was the, pretty much the opening of the stream there. So check out our thoughts there. Also, uh, it's not announced yet on our end, um, but we have a Streamlabs, and we have our first Streamlabs question. Um, and one of our viewers found us, and that is Mr. <laughs> D-Train. Uh, and thank you for the donation. And his question is actually for Molly, and it says, Hey, guys. This is the first of many Streamlab questions to come in the future. My question is for Molly. Are you interested in doing Intergeekdom or singles competition in the future? I mean, I've said it before, but I feel like it's only a matter of time. If I keep helping, <laughs> if I keep helping Alex study, like I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm already like, we watched all the MCU movies. We took notes and I was like, Put me in an MCU exhibition match. Yeah. Like, do it, do it. I would and totally then, do that. I'd be down for that. Same okay. for Harry Potter. We watched all those, and I was like, <gasps> "Yes, I want to do Harry Potter with Molly." <laughs> <laughs> um, it's a lot more to study. Well, I don't know. Is it more to study than Star? I mean, it's Wars? more. It's more movies to study, but I don't think it's as deep cut as Star Wars is. Right, right. I mean, it definitely can be, but mm. I think. IG would be a lot of fun. I'm not going to say no. I'm not going to say yes. All right. Um, <laughs> PC here. I'm going to have an anxiety Same. attack waiting for some of these matches, even waiting until July 31st to see if Sabrina will get immediately having his anxiety attack. Wish them luck. Uh, yeah. Luck. It, there's a lot coming our way. Pay-per-view matches, singles tournament, intergeek team wrapping up. There's a lot happening in the next month or so. Um, Can I just say really quick, do you realize, I just did the math because I can't do the math in my head. 40% of the whole entire league is in this tournament. Whoa. <laughs> that's insane. a lot. And that's not that's even, insane. I mean, you got to rule out like Star Wars people and inner geeks and people that only do it, only do those ones. So I guarantee you over half the league is in this thing. And it's, it, it's insane. It's going to be insane. Uh, oh, movie man with yeah. another great point here. The only thing that sucked about yeah. the season is no Jensters are doing yeah. interviews. Uh, uh, I I do I do appreciate Christian getting her on though with those Twitch streams with Brad. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. It's nice to see her on here talking Shmodown just a little bit. Uh, Chris, you were saying something though. Yeah, I was gonna say like the one the one thing the one flaw I have with this tournament is that we're missing such great mainstays as Makuga and Stacy. I yeah. really yes. wish that they had yeah. had spots yeah. in the tournament somewhere. Me too. Yeah, I agree. I, I would have loved to have seen Stacy because I think that she could have made a really, really good run. Yeah. A yeah. really good run. That would have been fun. And Makuga's just tradition at this point. <laughs> yeah. I know. It's weird not having Makuga. Yeah. It's so yeah. weird. 
I would have loved um, seeing a Makuga Bonnie rematch. Yes, from so yes. long ago. I, God, those guys. Uh, we we have we have one more Streamlabs. Someone hey. found it, and that is Mr. PLD himself. Hey. Just to hey. show support, love what you guys have done in the short time to a long and successful after show career. It's really rewarding. Um, thank you, PLD, for that donation. Thanks, uh, guys. We, we'll we're gonna catch back up on those this weekend. Um, we have we have a, we have some stuff coming up this weekend. I know a couple people were asking what's coming up this weekend for us. Uh, we're still figuring out the exact schedule, uh, but stay tuned for us this weekend on uh, things happening. Um, also, Style and Moose, real quick. Now that we have Chris on, asking real quick, who do we have this weekend? I have Parker in the first match, and I have Kalinowski in the second match. Oh, yeah. I'm going just straight picks here. Classic picks. I don't know about you guys. I, I, uh, I think I agree, Parker and Kalinowski. But I, I've just I've loved seeing Parker play, and I think he's gonna dominate. Yeah, yeah. I've Parker. I'm not picking the second one because I love those two, and I will, <laughs> I'm not picking. I refuse. Are we so yeah. we're all in agreement there, Parker and Kalinowski? Makes I sense. Think yeah. we're all in agreement on that one. All right. Yep. Cool, cool. I will uh, say, right. I I will say, Chance is going to show the heck up. I believe. Yeah, I think so too. I, I, I don't think it's going to be some cake walk for Parker. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, well, Chris, thanks for joining us, man. That that was yeah. fun having thanks, a Cine fanatic on here yeah. uh, talking this. And I know we went well over what our normal time is, but it was necessary. <laughs> There's a lot to break down and discuss with this, uh, and we'll definitely be doing so over the next couple months. Um, the next day for Molly. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I know, a little late on her end. Um, Sorry, yeah, so uh, look out. <laughs> Look out on our uh, Twitter account what what will be coming this weekend. I know there's two big matches, and we're going to be doing stuff for that. Uh, I know so we uh, we also put a poll up on Twitter for asking if you guys would be interested in doing a and a with us as far as fans. Um, and so that will be coming down the pipeline as well. That might actually be coming up very, very soon. Uh, but for now, this is a certain point of view and our singles bracket breakdown. Let's go around the table real quick. I'll start with Chris on this one. Chris, where can everybody find you online, man? Yeah, you guys can find us over at the CineFanatics YouTube channel. It's youtube.com slash CineFanatics. We are over there doing all sorts of stuff. We've got a bunch of cool things coming up, a bunch of different series and stuff that we want to start. Uh, obviously, I said earlier, we're going to be moving more into doing virtual uh, live actual reactions just because it makes it easier on the back end with all the uh, workload coming up here pretty soon. But uh, yeah, that you can hit up our Patreon, patreon.com slash cinefanatics. We are looking to expand and do much, much bigger things and we need all the support we can get over on that side in order to do so. Uh, and then Tuesday nights over on YouTube, if you want to hit us up, we are doing at 9.30 our kind of our flagship show over there. We talk about movie news for the past week. It's called The Tagline. And that's just, just a lot of fun that we have for a couple hours every Tuesday night talking about that stuff. But otherwise, Cinefanatics MLP on Twitter, Instagram. Uh, you can find me at Chris Adams MLP on Twitter and Instagram also. Yeah, go check them out, guys. If you have not checked out Cinefanatics, definitely go check them out. Molly, what about you? Uh, I am on Twitter at Molly Damon. And then if you enjoy Star Wars, even just a little bit, you can check out uh, Star Wars Explained. That's the YouTube channel that Alex and I run. And we are Star Wars Explained pretty much everywhere, all over social media. So, yeah. Jill? You can go watch Jake give all of his super chats. 
<laughs> Come on. <laughs> really? That's I want to so ask my funny. questions. I want to make sure my questions are answered. Damn it. <laughs> there you go. Those stream labs count, man. Those stream oh, labs God. count. Uh, Jill, what about you? I'm on Instagram and Twitter, Jilly Marie, two Y's, two E's. I'm usually just excited about schmodown all up on twitter so. <laughs> she, hey she I'll, I'll say it she's a great twitter follow she is a great mm -hmm. twitter follow for and sure Tom sullivan's a hype man because he is very <laughs> social hype train so he disagrees with me he's in the car no, i'm saying i'm saying that i do not need social media oh yeah he does. That's why, that's why I am leave sean alone <laughs> uh brian what about you uh at B Valsino on Twitter and Instagram. Yeah, you guys might want to write down his last name. That way you can it's, actually start, it's start written. Tonight. It's written down right over there. There you go. One last We're comment so, for the so show. Uh, I will say before you go, Jake, for all four of us, to the people that put us in uh, Christian's poll. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Even no first or last, whatever, just us being put in your top fives it meant a lot to see our names agreed thank you for bringing that up ryan agreed y'all have uh, y'all worked hard and earned it so oh thank you so thank much you. enjoy the rewards of it thank, thank you, thank you, you thank you uh yeah you can find me uh twitter instagram at quagon jake uh two ends because someone else took it before i did uh you can find us at schmodown pov on twitter uh that's where we're doing all our schedules and, and posting and you can follow us there with news for schmodown and everything like that uh like i mentioned this weekend we're gonna have a couple things coming up and uh Maybe a special Q&A episode might be coming very, very soon as well. So make sure you follow us on Twitter as all the updates will be coming there. So for now, this is A Certain Point of View. Again, Chris, thanks for joining us so much on thanks, this special Chris. episode. And uh, to everyone watching and commenting, thank you guys so much. And uh, we'll see you guys next time.